everybody. Welcome to Bamcast Extra. It's episode 189. Ooh, numbers. Numbers go up each and every episode. Mm-hmm. That's the Bamcast Extra promise. We obey the laws of mathematics. We do. I'm Chuck. I'm Harlow. We're back uh, this yeah. week. Uh, as chosen for us by patrons, uh-huh. uh, pe- people who support us, uh, we were chosen to watch 1978's The Shape of Things to Come. H.G. Wells's is is IMDb lying with 79? Oh, maybe 79. I oh, know. I think it's 79. Okay. I, the end credits date was probably what was stuck oh. in my head when I said that. So Okay. Fine. 1979. I don't know. H.G. Wells' I'm, is... I'm looking at IMDb right now, and it's like, hey, 1979. Okay. Okay. <laughs> is that what it says when you go to IMDb? It's like, <laughs> it's hey, like, 1979. It's like the shape of things to come. Uh-huh. Parentheses. Hey, 1979. Hey. <laughs> hey. <laughs> yeah. Um, so okay. maybe, maybe you can so... listen to this the tomorrow after tomorrow. Uh-huh. I don't know. That's when this movie takes place. And it does, it, it yeah. It supposes the... in that in two days we've had an entire robot war. Yeah, there's uh, a robot war. I wasn't aware of that we were even beginning uh, negotiations with the robots. <laughs> or, or, you know, it, that thing. Well, that's that, why they went to war. Well, they I didn't know that negoti- things had de-escalated or escalated to war this quickly. And, you know. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I should probably watch the news more often. Sure. But, but um. um but yeah, there was a robot war. Uh-huh. Things went went bad. Right. Uh, we all decided to go live on the moon. Sure, yeah, because I guess we irradiated the Earth, perhaps. Uh huh. Yeah, probably the robots. They. Uh... Yeah, that seems like a thing they do. <laughs> sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so we're living in some sort of gas bubble on the moon that uh, just looks like I don't know San Francisco or something. <laughs> Mm-hmm. It's uh, it's just a, a a place, and there's there's mission control or whatever, and people are working, and then all of a sudden, oh no, here comes a ship. It's gonna crash into us. Yeah. So the MacGuffin of this is that, like, I guess even on the moon, people are still irradiated in some way. So people yeah. need this constant supply of uh, an anti-radiation drug that can only be mm-hmm. manufactured on some other planet far away, Delta Three, that we have colonized. I guess. Yeah. So it, it's, it's a real strange shape of things to come. <laughs> the, like, <laughs> we have this whole other planet that looks a lot like Earth, uh, uh-huh. real far yep. away. And other than, you know, some possible craziness of the leadership, it's like, why are we not there instead of the moon? Like, I don't know. It just. Yeah, it does seem like we could all just go live well, on Delta 3. I just, I mean, look. For a home base of operations, I don't have any problem with colonizing the moon. However, it doesn't look like they've uh, exactly uh, terraformed the moon. Uh, It's just that they live under some sort of dome that allows them an ocean in the background, which is just, I mean, come on. When you're shooting shit, like, you're (laughs) like, I'm on the moon. It's like, there's a fucking large body of water behind you. No. Um, But also, like... I'm just saying, your home base of operations maybe, uh, you know, without any sort of assistance, uh, you might want to be able to live there. You know, like, you know, maybe uh-huh. you don't want to set up shop underneath the ocean. It's like you can live there. However, humans <laughs> don't breathe the water so well. So, it it was all so confusing that as this crisis plays out over the first 15 minutes or so of this ship that's going to crash into the moon base, mm-hmm. and they're they're cutting between people who are in mission control and people who are just in some room somewhere overlooking the the not ocean and play i'm like 
are these people on Earth? Like, where That's are these other thought, people? I thought maybe <laughs> perhaps because... Okay, we should back up. Like, also, supposedly, according to the credits and the cover of this and everything, this is based on an H.G. Wells novel of, of the same title. Um, it's not. It's not. <laughs> <laughs> they uh, just took the title because nothing says Star Wars cash-in like a dumb title of an H.G. Wells book that you're not going to need reference to. Right. And the title is meaningless and also the worst. <laughs> I, so maybe it's just my own putting things together, but I feel like there was this weird renaissance towards early sci-fi writers in the late 70s. Like, sure. like people were suddenly like, Jules Verne, H.G. Wells. And, you know, it was just like, did the things come like, did they all go into public domain around that time? So they're just like, fair game, you know, like tear into <laughs> it because... I know the black hole is like not, you know, based on anything like that, but it's like this, like looking at the poster in this, I was like, oh, you know, this is very much in the vein of like black hole, like, you know, cheap ass Mm -hmm. sci-fi cash in, you know, hurry up and get something out because that Star Wars is doing well. Um, But yeah, otherwise, this has nothing to do with black hole because I mean, like black hole is at least like has a high concept ish thing happening. And this is just like. I don't know, um, Ming the Merciless over here is like, fucking decided to take over, and, you know, we should go over there and maybe, you know, it's the, the eternal, like, you know, are we peaceful? I don't know. We've also made a warship, so fucking, should we send it? It's like, I don't know. We were peaceful and stuff, and anyway, I guess I gotta go rogue and launch this ship. <laughs> so that's the majority of the movie is, like, what, what we're shown, and, and backing up to, like, it's very unclear where these people are, because the people... There's a senator and a professor slash, I think, I feel like someone also gave him a military rank at some point in time, like called him commander or captain or something, you know, something that was like, all right, so your professor is also a military guy, perhaps, I don't know, but they're sitting in this room. And they're like, the senator guy's like, the moon is my primary concern, and New Washington is my primary concern, and, you know, why do we need a warship and stuff, and... Uh, and then it's just like, you know, the shit starts going down where there's a robot pilot piloted, uh, cargo ship, like, you know, crashing towards new Washington and everyone's like, what do we do? <laughs> uh, cause all, all attempts to like remotely debt, you know, detonated and stuff fail. And they're just like, I yeah. don't know, I guess buckle it up. But as they're like setting off the red and uh, yellow and red alerts, it's like the professor and the senator are like oh no yellow alerts in new washington and they go running and suddenly are in the you know it's like oh they were on the moon okay yeah this makes no sense now yeah, like where was this real confusing where was this daylight and birds flying around in the background coming from <laughs> I know. Like, like what kind of weird ecosystem do you have going on here like you just and brought it, all the shit but. yeah it, it's weird because so they they usher all the people underground and mm-hmm. everyone is just wearing fabulous 70s future costumes like yeah the the general population of the moon is some fancy ass fucks. Let me tell you. Um, yeah, and no bras. <laughs> no, 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 no. No, because seventies, you know, like radiation. You can't. Well, yeah, <laughs> you know, liberation. Yeah, like finally they're like sure. you know, like let the titties free. Also, right. lower gravity. So why do we need them? Exactly. <laughs> so, so everyone goes underground and they are acting like, well, this is it for the moon. And then this thing crashes into like I don't know a store. Yeah, it's just like one small section, and it's like they never even are like anyone died or anything. It's just like, no. well, this is it's just like, oh no, the newsstand is gone. Well. And then they're like, well, send out the you know the taffy pulling robots, and they'll just make a new shield because like these like three drones come out, and like their contrails are just like 
all right, I guess it made a new shield. So, <laughs> Man, they launched this air show, and I was so confused. I was like, what are they doing? What are we looking at? Why is this happening? Yeah. I thought maybe, like, this was the second invasion force coming in through the hole mm-hmm. that the like the freighter had made. But no, it's just like, this is how they rebuild the dome. They just yeah. spray it with goo. <laughs> yeah. And then everyone just looks at it like patriotism, like, oh, my God, this is the best ever. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, so, the, the crisis is pretty much over, like, right away. They're just like, I don't know. Sit. Like, here's the thing. <laughs> the universe that they, that, they, that they set up is very confusing because they're like, shit went crazy because of the robots. And now we're on the moon and uh-huh. we need this one drug. And it's only, in, you know, it's only on the planet Arrakis over here. And it's like, uh-huh. all right. Um, but then they're like, everything they're doing, they're like, well, we got to consult the moon AI. And it's like, wait. Was this like some kind of weird compromise you had? Like the robots were like, look, we'll stop murdering you as long as you put us in charge of like everything. And they're like, peace. That's good. You know, but they also have they also have like helper robots because as as established, they have the, you know, the spider spinning web, you know, dome repairers. And also they're like, hey, go get the repair bots out there because basically like some guys go out there and they're like, yeah. Shit's kind of broken. Also, I think I found the pilot, and they're like, "Well, whatever. We'll send out the bots to actually do the work." We're just, yeah. you know, you're just out here in your fucking. You like, guys get back here, you dumb idiots. You better call Saul's brother, you know, like gear because that's what everyone's just wearing like a fucking fire blanket, basically. You know, right. like <laughs> yes. those damn solar blanket things. Okay, so yeah. this moon AI thing. Uh huh. Picture okay, just picture like when they when they talk to the computer on Star Trek, but mm-hmm. instead of asking the computer for information, they're asking the computer for permission. Right. Because that's kind of what it is. They have to address it like, oh, oh ma- mission control computer, whatever. Mm-hmm. It's me, Jim. Hi. <laughs> Listen. <laughs> There's a uh-huh. thing coming at us. Is it okay if we shoot it down? And it's like, well, probability says you might want to do that. But I don't know. <laughs> I don't give a shit about y'all. <laughs> well, I'm just a robot. <laughs> like, okay. So, like, and the thing is, like, you've seen movies and you've read books and things. And it's like, you, you, you expect, like all of these paths to be taken in this movie because clearly the professor and or military guy has some hand in letting this attack happen. You know, like he did 9-11 basically. And you're like, oh, well, okay. Clearly we have to launch my Halliburton starship two over here. And, you Uh know, and it's like, all right, I get it, you know, but no, it's not that at all. (laughs) This guy's just like, hey, we should probably have some sort of defense. And I built this for exploration slash defense. Now we've been attacked. Should we use the ship? And they're like, and the computer's like, yo, bro, basically you made a fucked up starship and we haven't tested it. So your probability of actually getting there is like shit to none. And so also, I, would, the I, robot, would recommend I, it. I believe the moon robot says it was his idea right. to build that thing. Uh-huh. Like, well, of course it was my idea to build the star streak or whatever it is. Yeah. And, and, uh, but yeah, don't fly it. It's fucked. <laughs> Basically, yeah. It's like, yeah, we made it like good enough to fly around the moon. It ain't gonna make it over to Arrakis. Basically, like you know, like too much strain. Like the pilots and the ship is gonna explode. So don't recommend. So but, here's the real shape of things to come, which uh-huh. is presented very early on. This is how fucking stupid we still are as a species because they're like, hey, the robot pilot, that's cool. Uh-huh. Let's rebuild it. Let's just let's just put our own cartridge in it and maybe we'll just make it our friend. And I'm like, no, you dumb idiots. It's the robot that tried to kill you. 
that's going to come back later in the film. And unlike every other dangling plot thread in this movie, that's the one thing that does come back is that for half they a make, second. <laughs> yeah, for half a second. They make this cute robot is just like, oh, you're our friend now. And then it's like, nope, robot overlords like, hey, remember me? And the robot's like, yes, I remember you. I know. <laughs> I'm not going to say cute robot. Like it's. Oh, no, <laughs> it's it's Robbie the robots like you know, special cousin who is also like robo simp because like they turn him on and he's like, Hey, yo, babe, I got some Shakespeare to throw at you. <laughs> like, yeah. Me, that stops. Let, let me get my pictures on you. <laughs> it's just yeah. like, until like basically he's like, he's all about her and like saying all this like weird poetry shit. And then she like, finally is like, are you really just a robot? And he's like, yes, I'll let you know if otherwise. And then he just stops. He's like, Oh shit. She caught me creepy. <laughs> gotta stop yeah because the head the head of robotics on the moon is a lady mm-hmm. and she's the one who just decides okay now we've got this new robot it's named sparks and we're taking it everywhere yeah because it has teleportation powers for some reason <laughs> well yes it does have it has teleportation powers that never are useful like in any way other than like it helps it editing. get in that jeep no i mean it's like it's literally like an editing mechanism because like it yeah, never it never it's like let me use my special robo teleporting powers to save somebody no i the robots every robot in this is shitty every robot in oh, this yes. is, a, is a shrobot and it's <laughs> because like i'm gonna get to it later like why they're so shitty but all right first they don't she doesn't take it everywhere this thing latches onto its arm with its pincher and is like i'm going where you go it's like it's right like, easy there duck butt <laughs> like, <laughs> get away yeah. from space molly ringwald here um mm-hmm. but yeah so <laughs> it's like all right so this this robot's coming along and and for no reason whatsoever she is the daughter of the senator guy and our main dude is the son of the professor and or military guy right and just, it's just no like, reason no reason so yeah. Of course, like the guy. Let, you, let me let me talk okay. about this dude for a second. Uh-huh. Okay, so the the thing about this, like everyone's like, you just glance at anything. It's like, oh, clearly a Star Wars cache and everything. Okay, I don't think that's fair because this is the least like Star Wars of any of these movies. Like you could look at Star Crash and go, yeah, that's fucking Star Wars. Mm-hmm. This has none of that. This is not like this dude who's supposed to be the main dude is the blandest, like, most ineffectual, like, has no charisma and does nothing throughout this entire film. Oh, as soon as not- shit starts going south, it's like he... Actually, I'm going to go ahead and make my joke, because I'm pretty sure the, the shape of things to come is pear. Because <laughs> everything they fucking do is awful. And and the, the end of this movie is they fail, basically. Because, like... <laughs> yeah. But, I mean, every time there's, like, some sort of, like, uh, you know, sort some sort of hurdle he has to overcome, he's just like, oh my god, no! Ah! He's... <laughs> Like it's like, did you were you trained f- yeah. for anything? Or like, you know, what the fuck is this space nepotism here happening here? Like, it's right. like you're know, like this guy is fucking useless. The lady is much more useful, and even yes. she's not like making she's the pretty useless. Too. Well, she's not making the most sound decisions, but she's no, also no, not no. damseling. I will give her yes. that. Like it's, it's she's yes. just, she's just doing the Prometheus, like you know, Occam's razor. It's like, well, I'll make the dumbest decision, right? <laughs> like, yeah. And also, they have put this main dude in this outfit. Like everyone's got outfits with weird patches on it and mm-hmm. weird like color swatches and it's weird but this dude's outfit looks like his lungs are on the outside of his body yes like yeah. they've put him where he's got these two red like diamond shapes on the front of his jacket and it's just like are were you born inside out like what is wrong what's wrong with you 
So space slim good body. He it, that was exactly what I thought. <laughs> oh, but you didn't want to make it as esoteric a reference as I just No. Did. <laughs> when he came on when he came on screen, I was like, "Oh, slim good body's here." And that's the thing. Okay, the thing about this movie, the, I honest to god wish we'd watch this one together because uh-huh. this as as dumb and bad as this movie is, holy God, is it have the most opportunity for jokes all throughout, mm-hmm. all throughout. Like, it's just because everyone is doing the dumbest thing at all times. Yep. It is hilarious to me. <laughs> yeah. So anyway. Yeah. So this guy's ineffectual. And then, and then basically, like, you know, the it, it, it becomes, well, your 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 spaceship sucks. So we can't approve you doing that. So. Right. Basically, so. Just, they're just like, uh, all right, well, we'll you know, we're going to go confer with the computer and the council sure. on Earth and we're going to come up with a plan because. Jack Palance, by the way, who's in this movie, yeah, shows the up star on the, of the film, <laughs> shows up on the video cam or con. And it's just like, yo, I sent that ship. Uh, I did it. You know, like yep. I'm taking full credit. Like that was me. Um, and then they're just like, uh, what the hell, bro? It's like because they all they all know him because like the, the oh, yeah. pr- professor slash military dude was like, oh, yes, I he was a student of mine, you know, classic like <laughs> mm-hmm. gone rogue guy. But then he's just like, I'm the emperor of this place now. And, and the previous governor or whatever, like, you know, not emperor, like, you know, not dictatorship style uh, position yes. is like she's gone. She's she's mm-hmm. forced to leave the capital. So I, I'm in charge now and I will be showing up at the moon where I will be welcomed as the new leader of Earth and the moon and this place and everything. So fucking deal with it. And they're like, no, war. And then he's like, oh, really? Are you sure about that? Because I've done a lot of science shit out here. Um, and then they're he's like, like, have you seen my robots? <laughs> yeah. Like, <laughs> You know, I've also built robots just like you're using, but I did it too, and they're better or something. Um, and they're not better. They're so bad. No, they're not at all. But he's just like, I got all this cool tech shit out here, and so you're gonna welcome me with open arms, or you know, no more uh, vaccine or you know, radiation uh, medicine, and you know, and I'm gonna keep attacking you. So peace. Uh And and then military guys just like, of course, like beep boop boop boop. You know, I gotta go like set the you know turn the spaceship on which involves him you know wrath of conning his way into the yes, radiation chamber it, which is just like you could be in there for 60 seconds and he goes for like a minute and a half and then it just like comes out and is all jiffy popped and like and this is what i don't understand because like he's on the moon where uh, ostensibly they have some of this radiation medicine right you would think you would think they might have at least one dose Cause, of it because <laughs> like i said it, it it's now like the moon's the new like you know headquarters of the humans and so like all these shipments pass to the moon and they're not giving enough to the earth so like people left over in earth are basically fucked uh-huh. and so like but there should be plenty of this around here because immediately they're like what the fuck are we gonna do when we have no medicine they're like yeah well we got some stockpiles because you know you know reasons and but this guy like decides to wrath his way into this thing of course, the computer is like, hey, yo, you need to take the, you know, <laughs> this, this whatever it is. Like, I can't remember yeah. the fucking name of it. It's got a dumb name. Yes. Yeah. All I can think of is COVID-19 because it's, it's something it's like something, something like, you know, like it's something Q4 or something like Olivia yeah. P32 space detonate modulator, you know. Like yes. But yeah, it's it's just like some dumb name. And the computer and everything is like, yo, way too much radiation. You need this immediately. And he's just like, anyway, to the rocket. <laughs> and then the whole time, like. Because his son is like, hey, I think my dad's up to something. Come with me, lady. And she's like, I'll go with you wherever because reasons. And then Mm -hmm. come on, Sparks. And so they all hop on the ship and they're like, what are you doing? He's like, I don't care what anybody says. I got to launch the ship. And they're like, fine, we're on board with this. Like, no protesting. (laughs) They just strap in and they're like, okay. No protesting whatsoever. Like, yep, guess guess we're doing this now. And 
you know, two minutes after, you know, they launch and everyone's like, hey, can we stop them? No. Oh, <laughs> fuck. Because. Uh, All right. It, Hang on. Yeah. So I want to talk about this dude for a second, the Rathacon uh-huh. dude. Uh-huh. So first of all, that scene is awfully reminiscent of Rathacon, which yes. had not happened yet. Right. There are a couple things in this movie that I am fully convinced Star Trek was like, hey, what about this? Um, also, I, I have to say that like the first shot of I think it's the cargo ship that's coming in, you know, like uh-huh. with the unmanned thing is like. It's more reminiscent of Spaceball. Like, it feels like Spaceball's pulled from it for its, like, you know, showing the Spaceball one more so than, like, the actual Star Destroyer shot. Right. Because, I mean, it's like, it, it's, yeah, it's just weird. Because, yeah. like, they really it's, linger on the model. And, and it's just clearly yeah. like, oh, you put this piece to this piece and that doesn't go together. And, you know, uh-huh. like, just like the same kind of cobbled together thing that, like, Spaceballs, I feel like, pulled from yeah. for. Anyway, yeah. I- I appreciate the model work in this movie, although there's not a second of any of it that's convincing in any way, shape or form. But at least there's a lot of it. Like they were just like, check out our models. And it's like, your models suck. And it's like, yeah, but we got a lot of them. So (laughs) I feel like there was one model that I liked. Like there was some like, uh, I don't remember. There there was some shot of something where I was like, that's all right. I kind of like that one. The moon stuff was cool. Like when the thing was going to hit the moon and they kept showing this moon rotate where you clearly see there's nothing on the fucking moon. Right. Um, yeah. They never anyway, like come so, up to like the dome or whatever eventually. Yeah. No. Yeah. We never see that. So, okay. Rathacon dude, guy who who's so he's irradiated. Right. And he, de- for whatever reason, has no supply of this medicine. And also won't and tell anybody. It's so weird. <laughs> like he won't won't tell anyone. And anytime he's around anybody, he's fine. But if he goes back to his quarters, he is just like, oh, God, oh, I'm going to die. <laughs> you know, it's feverdry and just like losing it. Yep. And you're like, OK, this is the ticking clock. We got to get this dude medicine, you know, for his irradiation. He's been irradiated. Mm hmm. It's not how he fucking dies. It's not. It's It's so bizarre. Like it has nothing to do with anything. First off, like okay, so whatever the hell this giant spaceship is that's supposed to be there, like you know their battle cruiser or whatever. Like, yeah. First off, you think it would be stocked with this if everybody still needs it constantly. Like you would would think think that, like you know, this is this is should be you know even if it's a prototype should be stocked for more than three people. And, mm-hmm. and also, like, he was on the moon base, and he knows he's about to go into the Wrath of Khan chamber and irradiate himself. Like, maybe he doesn't think it's going to, you know, take him longer than the uh, recommended time. But right. just maybe if you know you're going into the highly toxic level code red place, like, have one in your pocket, just saying, sure. like, or, you know, yeah. outside in your purse. I don't know. Um, <laughs> but, yeah. Also, the other thing, and I don't want to say anything bad about balding gentlemen, but, like, this guy's, like doing the like i'm gonna hang on you know style Mm -hmm. hairstyle with the balding and it's it's weird because like he's got he's got like an extreme widow peak widow's peak which which is to say like you know like he's still kind of got some hair on the side but it doesn't match like at all like one side looks like the hair that should be on the top of somebody's head and the other like looks like a short shaved like you know (laughs) what you would do when you just have that much hair left it's so weird like it's so off-putting that like it looks like he's wearing a toupee on like one-eighth of his head like like, like it's so weird and, like it well, looks like that's um, his good side so <laughs> I, I guess i mean like i said it's just the weirdest looking thing because like you know one side looks like it's you know nice and trimmed and you know tidy military style haircut the other it's like you have like the hair that should be on the top of your head on that side it's weird. <laughs> um anyway so jack balance is like emperor like come at me bro over here on arrakis and so they're on this slow boat to there, you know, and it's just, yep. you know, like you said, he he will go in and like have this like sweaty fever dream and it's like dying. And then like, you know, 
Kim, I think is, yeah, that's her name. We'll like yes. wander back there and be like, hey, how you doing, professor? And he's like, oh, hello. I was just reading some Greek philosophers and stuff. Yes. And it's like, reading anyway, this book. <laughs> anyway, once you leave, I will be in the throes of dying again. And Sparks is immediately like, doctor, like, I realize that you need medicine. He's like, shh, keep that shit under your belt. It's like, you shut the hell up. Like, <laughs> just fucking take the medicine, dude. Like, what the hell? <laughs> like, yeah. Like, or at least tell your son, like, yeah. hey, we really need to get there as fast as we can. Uh, <laughs> like, not a lot of spare time here, son. Um, yeah. They're only- so, like, the first, thing, the first thing that happens on the journey is mm-hmm. that, like the main computer said, everything breaks. Mm-hmm. And they're like, well, we got to make repairs. Uh, let's go. Let's go to Earth. And I'm like, wait. How long have you been traveling? Like, isn't Earth the other way? Like, you were at the moon. <laughs> I mean, not necessarily, depending not on where the moon is in relationship to the other place. But yes, that you might pass by the Earth, depending yeah. on. So it's it, so this is so this threw me for like thirty seconds, and it my brain was broken because he's like, "Well, how long until we get there?" And Spark says, "Like estimated time of arrival, arrival six hundred hours." And he's like, "I'm gonna go strap in," and I'm like, "Wait." What? <laughs> it's going to take 600 hours? Why are you strapping in? And I was like, oh, wait, he's saying, oh, 600 hours. <laughs> oh, oh, 600 hours. Okay. But he said, thought, estimated I time of the, arrival, 600 hours. And I'm I like, I thought the same thing. I was like, 600 hours. I was like, I'm pretty sure our non propelled Apollo crafted that faster. <laughs> like, yeah. Just I mean, get out and give yourself a push. No, I, actually, I, know for, I know for a fact that we got there faster with Apollo. I mean, yeah. and not a yeah. fancy, like, actual, you know. Literally just a, right. a, you know, a, a husk in space. Like, I mean, it wasn't very, you know, graceful yeah. or anything. So he's just basically like, ah, I got this old friend, Jonathan, back on Earth, and he'll <laughs> he'll fix our ship that's never been made before. God, they waste <laughs> so much fucking time with this shit. Like, I mean, the fast, like, other, other than, like, getting to where, again, I think this would have been a hilarious thing to do in person. They, <laughs> they land on Earth, you know, because, like, they, they have, it, again, this is, like... I don't know because I, in the original series of Star Trek, did they ever separate the saucer? I know it could, no, no, no. but they never did. Like it was, it was theoretically possible, I believe, but I don't think I, they ever maybe. like talked or ever showed it until like no. you know movies and you know next generation stuff. But yeah. they separate the saucer of this thing, and it literally looks like the you know the saucer section of the Enterprise landing. So this thing can down to Earth and yep. land. Uh, so they land right by this you know radio tower or whatever this guy is manning. Um, mm-hmm. And then he's just like, you know, old dude is like, yeah, you guys go ahead. I'm just going to wait on the ship and do repairs and stuff. And, you know, basically go convulse in his room. Um, But he's like, yeah, anyway, say hi to Jonathan for me. And they they spent a lot of time going into this place. And there's clearly just like people in ghillie suits all around this. And but they keep playing it like, well, is it people? Is it like some kind of like, you know, radiated fungus that's come to life? And it goes on forever. I was going to give it a lot of credit for not being people. uh, Yes, I was kind of because I was like, well, this is kind of an interesting idea, whatever the hell this is. But (laughs) yeah, I mean, I was like expecting the pizza monster from original Star Trek, you know, like something (laughs) weird, like the boss came to life and it's a swamp thing, basically. Yeah. But they show this. They show this clearly for anyone that's looking at the screen. But the two just wander past all of them into the thing. And they're like, hello, anyone here? I don't know. And then the lady's like, well, I'm going to go check the tower. And hey, I thought I saw movement. Let me walk three kilometers away. (laughs) Because like, she's just like, hey, Jonathan, is that you? Anything? And then like, you know, apparently has like the encounter with the Ewoks. And it's like taken back to their village because like this guy's like, 
hello or he's like I, where are you and finally finds the dead body of the dude which they never explain how he died it's just, no, uh, just old but yeah and but no he had like some shit on his face i got so i don't know if it was radiation or something or something attacked him i, I don't know but whatever who knows not a long set stretch of this movie is spent where he's like, hey, ship, help. There's a Jeep here. I'm going to go find her. And they, you know, this is one time that Sparks teleports down for to, for editing purposes, basically like teleports into the Jeep. And then I love that he clamps onto the like the roll bar and just like, wee. But like this guy fucking stunts out of here. Like the second he's in this Jeep, it's like it, it goes to like, you know, ramped up uh, speed ramped film. But yeah. he still stunts like over this one hill more than he needed to. He also um, drives for fucking ever. He does. But There's no way this lady could have gotten that far away. <laughs> but yes, he, Sparks is like, that's what doesn't make any sense is like the, the robot <laughs> powers come and go as as they need it because like yeah. Sparks is like, oh, I've got her signal. She's three kilometers away, but I don't think she's alone, but it's not really clear. And it's like they're fucking ghillie suits. They wouldn't prevent <laughs> you from scanning humans or whatever. What the fuck is wrong with your whatever it is but anyway long story short not too late uh he drives over and basically is like you know all these little like you know ghillie suited things are there and and you're like oh no what's what's up they've captured her and it's also like in this like world war ii like plane graveyard that's still on fire for some reason yeah why it's on fire i I don't i don't know but he shows up and is like grabs one of the like ghillie suited thing and she's like no no they're kids and then it's just like they take off they all take off their ghillie suits at once and it's like yeah it's just like all these irradiated kids but like they all have this like weird blonde wig on, like yeah, almost even all the of Asian them. kids. Yes, like that's what like they're panning over, and it's like here's clear. Like I was like, this is a weird radiation sickness that they've all suddenly gone blonde because there's clearly an Asian kid in the, in the bunch, and then they pan over to like just a white kid, and he's got brown hair, and I was like, yeah. And, and but the way they're like one by one showing the kids and like look how sad they are, and then they pan to him, and I was like, you know, mystery science theater. I was like, and they didn't give me a wig. <laughs> <You know>? like, <laughs> <laughs> but it's just it's so weird and then like he just like looks at this one child it's like oh no your radiation and she's just like they've been here a while and they don't have any medicine clearly and he's like well, well neither do we neither do we <laughs> so we should get back to the thing and we'll just make like they're like it's like bill and ted like well when we finish this thing the first stop we'll do is we'll come here and we'll give the medicine <laughs> and so they'll be okay and <laughs> Yeah, but that's what they're basically like. Well, peace out, kids. We'll we'll be back with the medicine. Totally ASAP. come back. Yeah, yeah. So okay. Meanwhile, on yeah, Delta so that, Three, so, so that's all of the wasted time of that. That's, yeah, yeah, yeah is so pointless. And I don't know who fixed their ship because they're just like, all right, let's go. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> so also, the robot on- was with them, who might have been the one useful enough to do anything. I seriously doubt, like, you know, Doctor Shivers was going to like do anything. <laughs> <laughs> right. So, yeah. So. On Delta Three, the 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 governor lady who's been thrown out, whose name is Nikki. Uh, <laughs> oh my God, this actress is fucking atrocious too. She she's so bad. She Jesus was in the Poseidon God. Adventure. Jesus um, God, she's bad. <laughs> she's she's bad. Like her first like main line of dialogue, I was just like, oh wow. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it was like. She's like, okay, okay. we're gonna go over and do <laughs> right, this. Here's the thing, like obviously she, you know for this time period and i don't mean anything by bad by this but she is clearly like the just slightly past where she's going to get cast in things age you know like mm-hmm. per kind of actress of the time sure. not, not saying she's old she's probably like 40 just give or take you know just just right around that age where it's like well okay you can play the leader of this because you've got a little bit of age on you but she is acting like a 12 year old child actor like yeah. it is like everything every line delivery is like i have no inflection in my <laughs> voice and it's like okay wait 
Like, yeah, <laughs> sort of like the, you know, <laughs> my, my analogy of like, you should get better at things. The more you do it, it's like, do, how can you be this age and also still <laughs> acting like a child actor? Like, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> yeah. It's, anyway. Man, it's yeah, something she, special. She's, she's uh, I'm not just saying like other people are like spectacular actors in this. I'm just nope. saying like she came across as like, what the fuck are you doing? So the weird thing is, is that so there's this there's this troop of she's got followers and they are all like training in combat to fight things um, so they can all eventually die <laughs> from the dumb robots. Mm-hmm. Um, the whole everything on this other planet is totally 70s Doctor Who. It is just a group of people who are totally fucking inept at everything, mm-hmm. and d- blind people in robot suits are going to murder them all for dumb reasons. Yeah. Okay, so the the supposedly superiorness of Jack Palance and his technology is because <laughs> Nikki and her gang are, like, living outside the city, and then her first order of business is like we've got to sneak into the city and 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 send a distress call which they go through this whole thing of sneak in she goes not one of her people she herself goes by herself yep you know obi-wan kenobi's her way all the way to the comms room like sends a message like hey it's nikki on on arrakis three um need help Uh, and like no response anyway gotta go and like jack palance is back from the bathroom gotta go (laughs) yeah (laughs) <laughs> yeah, he was finished doing his number one <laughs> guy. Guy. Um, yeah, so she sneaks all the way back out until like the last second. It's like, oh no, robot. And then it still gets away. So yeah. Jack Palance is like, the comms channel is open. And it's like, find her. And so sends out all the robots to find them. Now, they mm-hmm. like, I, I don't remember if they have one of their inept robot fights first or if they like, all I want to get to is there is a point where they're hiding in like a wheat field. Like it and that's that's later, but yeah, it is later. But like they're it's hiding, fine. they're hiding in a wheat field, and like, like a, a pack of like four or five, six robots are walking along, like for whatever reason, swiping at the wheat, which is causing uh-huh. all the chaff and everything to go up. Like you know, like it almost looks like a cotton field. Like there's so much like coming off yeah. these these wheat stalks that it looks like they're they're whipping at cotton, but it's it's clearly not. Um, cotton's very low to the ground, just uh-huh. so you know. But so like they're, they're space cotton, yeah, space cotton, perhaps <laughs> spotting, yeah, <laughs> yeah. But spotting comes to her, <laughs> to Harlem. Yeah, I would watch yep. that. Yeah, a reboot, a reboot in space. Yeah, I would uh, totally watch that. <laughs> uh, yes. So, um, what the fuck was I saying? Oh, they're they're crouched out in the wheat or whatever, and these robots are walking around and just. Like in a, in a single file line, just swiping at the wheat for whatever reason, and uh-huh. they show that like they walk past them about a foot away. That like the actor, the robot actors probably almost hit one of the people in in the head as they were I'm walking. I'm pretty by. sure they almost did. <laughs> and it's like, what the fuck kind of robots like a are relying on some sort of visual sensor? You know, like, I mean, what? <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. I mean, fuck. We do this in like Star Trek era, like you know, like. This is established that like robots won't work off of like a camera or what we would assume is like visual. Like they will have right. radar. I mean, we knew radar and sonar and things like this long Infrared. before this movie. Yeah, Anything. Yeah. Yeah, Heat we, signatures. Yeah, we knew all this stuff long before this. You can't yeah. blame like, oh, 70 science. It's like, no, fuck you. Like we knew that like robots mm-hmm. were better than this. And it's just it's so dumb. But they just cruise right past and they're like, yes, anyway, let's go. Yeah. Keep in mind, Jack Palance is a robot genius. Oh, right, right, right. <laughs> he is he is the genius science man of the robots. Mm-hmm. 
Yes. Who has programmed these four fucking walking trash cans. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, but anyway, they go right past. But anyway, mm, their yeah. their story is done because uh, the only other peril that they, that the our main cast people, whatever, in the spaceship, the, the, the Starscream or whatever the fuck it is, are like, the only other thing they have is they like, they hit a gravity wells, a gravity HD wells, <laughs> and like you know go all like slow motion and like you know lots of enterprise crashing effects it, except for like a certain point it suddenly becomes slow motion and everyone starts doing ballet like and i don't understand it because like they're all like immediately like oh god g-force it's too much we're gonna break up we can't stop we have to slow down first and and then eventually it's just like it it becomes this quasi 2001-esque like space bridge thing except at a certain point they get thrown from their seats violently against the wall violently by themselves throwing them throwing themselves against the wall but then yep. they get up and the, and the movie becomes in slow motion and, and yes they, they literally start interpretive ballet dancing towards each other like Cam, Jason, you know and it's just like no, the you know professor guy's like nowhere to be seen. The robot's strapped in for some whatever reason. It's just, <laughs> and then they're just like, well, we're out of it. It's done. Oh look, we're right. We literally stopped right at the planet. Like, and they mentioned something about we went through a time lapse, something. Uh, time. Okay, so two things. One, I'm watching this last night at midnight with a pillow over my face because I'm laughing so hard <laughs> okay. at this this fucking nonsense ballet slow motion thing they're doing because at first it's like they're trying to reach each other mm-hmm. but then like Kim just gets back to her chair <laughs> and just straps in and is just like well I'm here now and so dude is just like I gotta get to the co-captain's chair yeah. and he just gets back to his chair and he's just like alright I'm here now too we're fine but it's like right after this they're like oh, here's a probe with a robot captain. It's probably on its way to the moon. And I'm like, did they go back in time? Like, are they, is this the first thing? Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, this is about to get interesting. No, it's not that. It's no. It, no, Whatever the fuck they were saying this thing was, they it scanned it. They're like, oh, it's another robot piloted uh, cargo ship, except this one's loaded with fucking explosives or something or ordnance or something like that. It's just like, whoa, this escalated <laughs> like real quick. He's just like, you cut me off on the phone. I'm going to send a fucking like, you know, I'll, 30 bajillion yeah. megaton nuke at you or something like yeah. I don't know it's it's first I blew up your food court now I'm gonna fucking blow up your whole mall <laughs> yeah it's so bizarre. until you make me <laughs> of your destroyed mall moon base <laughs> Ooh. these robots aren't far far off the chopping mall security guard and things like we could have they, a yeah we could have a weird re- reboot thing they are basically yeah. walking chopping mall robots <laughs> Uh, yes. Yeah. So, so like, but they're they're just like, well, whatever the hell we just went through drained enough stuff that we can't do anything about it. So, au revoir, Washington Moon Base. Like, <laughs> sucks to be you. Like, we got to continue on with the mission because they're like, we we literally can't do anything. Because she's like, we can fire a missile or anything. He's like, no, 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 fuck no, no. it's too far away. Like, nah, missiles, space. Yeah. Come on, you nah, dumb idiot. This is nothing we could do. My warship is completely fucking useless. So we just gotta. <laughs> We got to wave goodbye as that goes off to murder all our friends. Um, (laughs) So basically, like, but like, I just want to point out, like, they go through this warp gate thing and literally, like, it's like the, it's like the Ace Ventura 2, like, thing when he, like, just rolls the fucking, like, monster truck and lands perfectly into the parking space. That's basically, like, the equivalent of this. It's just like, yeah, what? (laughs) Like, no, you didn't just perfectly land here after coming out of whatever the fuck you came out of. Like, no. Uh 
But yeah. so they're just like, whatever, separate the saucer saucer and they go right to like where the distress beacon was, which doesn't make any sense. I or no, the I guess Nikki and her crew did say, like, well, we're gonna set up like an actual beacon and because like her sheriff or what the constable, what the hell did he call him? Uh I don't know. He had a name. <laughs> like some something like police like he had a mm-hmm. a name. Like her security guy whatever it was yeah, just like know. you know that's gonna tell him right where we are she's like it's a chance we're gonna have to take <laughs> <laughs> and and so like you know the saucer section comes down if like right near where they are they're like look someone came yay <laughs> and of course jack pounce is like uh they came send the robots <laughs> and i don't know why he's, he's not rolling his arms <laughs> no but yeah so they're all just like, hey, doctor. Oh, shit, Nikki, how you doing? And everything. And they're like, suddenly robots. And like, it's like barely like saying hi. And it's like, can't believe you came. And oh, shit, robots. We're surrounded by robots. And uh-huh. and then hologram Jack Palance comes out. And <laughs> for whatever reason, it's just like, hey, I, like, I don't know. It's like he's walking into Tomorrowland because it's like it's like this pre-roll, pre-recorded thing that's not really personalized to them. It's just like. <laughs> Hello and welcome to Arrakis Three, Doctor. Whatever your name is, and uh, anyway, they are like, spinning him around on a lazy Susan. Yeah, <laughs> and he's just like, "Well, you weren't supposed to show up, but you're here, and hey, come to my moon base. <laughs> yeah, just you. Like we're gonna yeah. let all the. I'm gonna let everyone else I was chasing go. We just want. I just want to talk with you, Doctor. Or actually, he demands the audience. He's like, "I want right. to talk to not a hologram, even though it's impressive. <laughs> I want to talk to not a hologram." Yeah, and he's like, this "Well, this is almost come, cool tech, but I'd rather see you in person. Come with me to the Citadel. My robot, you know, people will yeah. take you." And they just it's take him away. And then, the, like, he acts like he doesn't want to go because he keeps he turning keeps around, turning like, around like guys. guys. And they're all just like, "Well, well we got to go back to our base." It's like you've requested this, dude. <laughs> and it, yeah, he just like is. Doesn't want to go at all. No, no, but he goes, and then he's just like, my student, mm-hmm. how dare you? <laughs> I think you owe me an explanation. And he's like, I'm the emperor of, of Arrakis Three, And he's like, that doesn't really answer my question. He's like, silence, be gone with you. I'm the emperor of Arrakis Three, And it's like, and I will soon be the emperor of everything. And it's like, all right. And okay. And he's like, you said something about some text. We're like, cool tech. We, you know, what's that about? What you got for us? And and he's just like, oh, let me show you. And <laughs> Jack Ballas is like, I, I don't understand this move because he's like, come with, come to the Citadel. And then it's like, I put a, this weird fishbowl thing on my head and watch this cool thing I built. And it's basically just a mind melter, you know, like it's a, makes a loud, annoy, obnoxious noise. And then the guy's, you know, he's like, ah, pain and dies. <laughs> And then it's just like he that's just, what kills him. It, yeah. Not not the radiation yep. that's been destroying him from the inside the entire movie. No, it's Jack Palance's dumb disco light <laughs> and whirly bird sound. Yep, yep. And it's so funny because it's it seems like Jack Palance is content with just not killing him, but the guy keeps pushing him. He's just like science, my friend. You shouldn't be doing more science than humanity. He's like, fuck this. Look, I'm putting this this clear bucket on my head and you're not going to know what's going on and switch. And it's mm-hmm. just like, <laughs> but, enjoy the sweet release. As far of as death. We know, well, he also like, he showed him some uh, closed circuit TV of like, he's like, look, here's our uh, MacGuffin plants where we make the radiation medicine. And, and he's like, yep. anyway, here's my other thing. Like, it's like, <laughs> what the fuck? Super power. What the have you made? You made a whirly bird, like mind melter <laughs> machine. Cool. Uh-huh. Like, yeah. cool, cool, cool. Like, you know, 
That's like, the only as, thing. You as know, long as you get all your enemies into one room, <laughs> and you happen to have your Mars Attacks helmet handy, you know, like throw on your head, it's you'll be fine. Yeah, it's like what the fuck? That's what you made? Like that's that's the thing. Okay, so yeah. yes, so scientist military dude is dead. The guy's dad is dead. Um, uh-huh. and then he's just like. I'm not fucking waiting anymore. Take me to the Citadel. And she's like, are you sure you want to go to the Citadel? And this is Nikki, by the way, yes. in case you couldn't tell. Not the robot. Yeah. <laughs> the All right. I'll take actor. you to the Citadel. And then I don't really understand this, but like somehow maybe I, 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 I won't lie. There were a couple points where it was just like, where they thought they were 2001 and not Star Wars, where I might have taken some little micro naps because, like, there's a lot of like walking down hallways, like, like people have like never walked before and stuff like that. Like, we're just there's like, a lot of back and forth like, in the third what, act where I'm like, I don't know where this? you are. <laughs> what? Wow. How does walking yeah. work? You know, just like yeah. all of a sudden they lose like the ability to do anything. But somehow Nikki and Kim end up finding the dead dad or the dead doctor guy. Yes. And, and then she, like, Nikki, like, I don't know, goes over and touches his face and is like severe radiation burns, but that's not what killed him. <laughs> and then, yeah, it's just like he was already dying, but it's not what killed him. And anyway, that doesn't matter. All of this was completely pointless to any sort of plot because it doesn't matter. He's still dead. And this didn't serve any purpose. Uh-huh. Any of this. <laughs> He's just dead now because, you know, the the son guy comes in and is like, dad, no, and makes him. Actually, I guess he was there when they discovered him, but they lay him on a bed because it wasn't good enough that he was laying dead in a chair. They were like, we have to lay him on this ottoman over here. For half this, a second, this... I thought they were going to say he's still partially alive. And I'm like, what's the third thing that's going to kill him as a robot? <laughs> just going to come in and toss him into a wall? Because downstairs, the robots <laughs> are tossing dudes in the walls. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The security guy, whatever his name is, whatever his position is, like he and his dudes are hanging out in this tunnel. Because that's the other thing. And like the three things that, that Jack Palance has done is he's like apparently made some efficient you know factory thing for pumping and making the radiation stuff he's made made the mind melter and then he's made tunnels under the planet for whatever reason and he's just like he shows that off and it's just like he's like i I can send my robots anywhere and it's like underground disney man isn't that fucking cool like no one's ever thought of tunnels before and then (laughs) and then it's just like all right you got tunnels cool but um yeah yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so the the, yes, the, the the red jumpsuit guys for are For whatever just reason like, they're waiting in the tunnels and they get ambushed by robots and yes. Cuz they they've been practicing with like medieval weapons and stuff. They have like just maces and weird ass things that they're trying to beat the robots with. And the robots are just like, "Nah." But it, <laughs> but at, it's at times it seems like they're electrified, but I guess that's just cuz they're hitting the robots that are electrified because for a second, I, I was no like, I was like, do you have, you know, like vibroblades or, you know, like some kind of cool thing here? But no, it's just I think it's just sparking because they're hitting the robots. Okay. Yeah, they just have these like weird, dumb, super shiny metal battle axes and stuff like it, it's real dumb looking. But yep. yeah, but yeah, them robots just start tossing those dudes into walls like sideways, which, like, which, like can, which is not really robots doing it. What the robot will gently throw someone off camera and then mm-hmm. cut to the opposite view. And the person throws themselves into a wall, but like three people do it and they all go sideways. Like, you know, not yes. that like, you know, like, Oh, like I'm falling yeah. backwards into a wall, no. like backwards falling. I am, but you know, like, no, but I mean like take a running leap, go sideways, go horizontal and hit the wall, you know, this foam yes. cave wall that we've made, um, yep. which, 
probably was really soft, which was why they were all like, fuck yeah, I'm going to really get into this. Yeah. <laughs> Watch me go full speed into this wall. <laughs> yeah. But they're all yeah, dead. So that, like, you know, because like, yeah. for whatever reason, they separate off because like, um, Dr. Junior, whatever his name is, I don't know. Jason, Jason, that's such a dumb name. That's not a hero name. Um, not, no offense to Jason's out there. I'm just saying, like, you don't, like, call for Jason, like, as a heroic name, generally speaking. No. You know, it's certainly not. It's, it's like Drew or, you know, well, Steve works because of Arena, but, <laughs> but I'm saying there's certain names where it's just like, I'm Jason. I'm here to rescue. It's like, no, get the fuck get out, out of here, here. Jason. Uh, but. Jason is like gone off to like try to confront Jack Palance, I guess. And the other two ladies are like go down. They go downstairs and basically like find all her her, her subjects murdered, like the rest of them, because like robots murdered some earlier. So like her population, her little resistance was getting whittled down pretty quickly, like to, really from like quickly. twelve to like now it's like four, and now they're it's just her. Yeah. <laughs> but um, also at some point, uh, Jack Palance has said, "Hey, Sparks, remember when you were evil?" Right. And Sparks was like, "Yep." <laughs> sure and do. he 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 launch, he takes off in the saucer section and jason's like hey mm-hmm. and and all that all that happens is that sparks lands yeah. oh that's to that's what are. ends up separating him he's like i'm gonna go deal with uh omis which is jack palance and like you know they're like fine we're gonna go get our people and get and figure out where the saucer section is and get the hell out of here mm-hmm. um and so, like, he just goes to confront Jack Palance. Is just like, oh, hey, remember my, you know, thing that I used on your dad? You're going to use it on you, too. And so, like, he's screaming in pain while being held by robots and stuff. And then uh, Sparks, the robot, is just like, oh, I must, I fought by programming and I will reprogram the other robots for my lady. Um, and <laughs> this is where he gets simpy again. Pretty but much, yeah. yes. Yeah. But uh, uh, he but, just flips the switch on the evil robots to good, mm-hmm. and then they hold Jack Palance. <laughs> well, basically, like no, the dude like once the robots let go of him, he like tackles Jack Palance to the wall, grabs his fishbowl helmet, which of course leaves him exposed, and then he's just mm-hmm. like, ah, turn it off, turn it off, and then <laughs> like he's also pushed the button because here's what is like this is what I don't understand about his plan, his failsafe plan. Now. His entire economy or uh, pa- sense of power or whatever is based on the fact that I control the place that has the thing that you really need. Right. His fallback plan is apparently he has wired the entire planet to explode on uh, from the press of a button, a yes. very simple press of a button that has no cover or anything. Nope, <laughs> like, just a button. <laughs> just a button. I mean, it is a recessed button, but still. Like, still. Yeah. Uh, you just think like you're going to want to like turn some keys, you know, simultaneously before you, you know, detonate the planet. At the Maybe very least. put a yeah. code in something. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> at least like face ID or something. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but and yes. are you sure button? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe one or two, like those kind yeah. of things. Or I don't know. Are you sure? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, he just has a ship full of the stuff and that's his backup plan is but, I've got a ship full of the medicine. I'll just take that. Right. Right. He's got, he's got, I've got three or whatever ships loaded to the gills with this medicine. I guess that's going to be enough for forever. And I'm going <laughs> to like, because the shit's already going pear shaped because it's the shape of things to come. I'm going to go ahead and press the button because like by the time, you know, doc junior Jason gets in the, in the room, it's like, 
the button's already pressed. He's like over there like, hey, yo, what the fuck? I can't press the button. He's like, you can't undo the button, believe it or not. And, and so like that's when the fight happens and he gets the helmet and he like shuts the machine off because Jack Powers is like, ah, oh, God, turn it off, shit. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my cool is gone. I don't like this at all. Yeah. <laughs> I always did I have my own petards. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so like he turns it off basically to like, all right, how do I undo the thing? He's like, you can't. It's once it's pressed, it's pressed. He's like, "How long do we have?" He's like, "I don't know, ten minutes." <laughs> and he's like, "Well, I don't know." Later, and robots, yeah. you stay here and die and hold him. He's like, "You sit here and think about what you did, Jack Balance." <laughs> and basically, he just hauls ass to the saucer section, which is like, you know, on ground that is already completely falling apart. Like this planet is just like not wasting any time. The Citadel is oh, like it's the Genesis planet. Yeah, it's, it's it's just coming apart. Yeah. Um, and so, like, yeah, he just basically sits there in his citadel and dies as it collapses around him, and they take off just barely, and I guess they... I think they send Sparks to one of the... I think he teleports over to one of the ships, because it seems like he's in a different place. Like, yes. he's on one of the transporters or something, perhaps. Yes. Because he's like, all right, your job is to get that shit to Earth and save the kids. That's that's job number one, and we'll, we'll They have we'll ADR'd this line in at yeah. the end of, hey, first stop, save the kids. Like, someone in post-production was like, Oh shit, we forgot about the kids. Yeah, remember when we wasted like 25 <laughs> minutes going to fucking Earth and it was all about them kids? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, whoops. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's it. And it's fucking over. And it's like, okay. <laughs> it's like you, you didn't do anything. You, you fucking <laughs> failed big time. Like, like you have the, the medicine that's on those ships and that's fucking it. And if this yeah, is because the only apparently place you, you can... cannot synthesize whatever that is. You were un, unable to figure out how to make more of it. Yeah. So what happened was you blew up the planet that that's made say, the stuff. The shape of things to come is pear because like it's only a matter of time because like they're going to write in like, yeah, we got all the medicine. And then that's going to run out and be like, shit, <laughs> <laughs> we don't have any more medicine and the planet's blown up. Mm hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So. There's one thing that happens continually through this movie, and it made me laugh every single time. So whatever office building they're filming in has this they, – they've constructed the the set of this place to where, like, uh, Jack Palance works at the top of a giant mushroom, basically. Mm-hmm. And there's a 50-story elevator that has to get up to the top floor that everyone just keeps taking. It's like they just t- keep taking this executive elevator to get to the top floor. Right. But then 30 seconds later, when they go back to the elevator, the elevator's not there. The elevator's gone. Like, Mm -hmm. no one has been around. Like, no one's using this elevator. But there are 12 shots of our heroes running back to the elevator and just wailing on the button, like, where's the elevator? (laughs) Don't you know, Chuck? Like, (laughs) elevators will always go to the least populated floor automatically so that no matter when you go to push the button, despite having Uh just used the elevator, it will be gone. I, I guess so, yeah. but man, this just that's your drinking game right there is how many times they fucking wail on this elevator, but like, where's the elevator? It's like, what? why would it not be there? <laughs> Except for a dumb plot device. <laughs> There's no one using this elevator. This planet is populated by Jack Palance and dumbass robots. <laughs> actually, I mean, actual true fact-wise, I, I'm not yeah. trying to, but actually, yes, actually, mm, but uh, uh-huh. yes, in super populated buildings that do have high elevator traffic when they are... um. Idle. I suppose it would go back down. To no, the no, no, no. They, they they go halfway between their route. So like, if you have express elevators, like yeah. they they go and they wait halfway, so it's just as fast to call it from up or down. Okay. So I'm just saying, you would like, think in, you would in, think yeah. genius programmer Jack Palance would be like, hey, if yeah. I use this elevator to come up to the fiftieth floor, yes, you fucking wait for me because <laughs> yes. there's no one else on this fucking planet. <laughs> I mean, I don't know if the robots are taking the elevator. I you know, <laughs> like they seem to be bipedal robots. So I mean, I don't know. 
Boy, do they. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Um, okay. I think, as you can tell from the last hour of us talking about this movie, it is the goofiest shit. Um, I was very entertained by it, but I fully recognize it is a lousy movie. But I think the thing about it is that it doesn't know it's a lousy movie. Like, it's trying to make itself seem like we are doing a good thing. It's never... There's never, like, a cheap joke or something. Like, they don't have, like, oh, now we've got a robot dog. Or, mm-hmm. you know, here's something for the Happy Meals. or so. It never feels like a thing that... Obviously, it is a cash-in, but it ne- that's the weird thing about it, is that I don't know what it's cashing in on because other than space, because... It doesn't try to emulate any of the popular things. It's 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 weird. It's esoteric in some places where it's just like, what is happening? Like, mm-hmm. that's all weird to me. Plus, one of the, like, oh, the main security dude that's Nikki's guard, whatever I can't remember his name, gets his head yeah. bashed in with a rock. Like first he's thrown yes. against a wall and then like head bashed in with a rock by yes. a robot. So I'm robot just like, just, I mean, it's it's just destroys his head. I mean, it's completely <laughs> red temper paint like style head bashing, but sure. still, it's like. This is a weird thing because it's not fun for kids. It's too dark yeah. for kids at times. It has no like hook for kids really at no, all other really. than like space and, you know, dumb, you know, the uh, air, uh, air conditioning vent armed robots, you know, and stuff. But, you know, right. like it's. Yeah. But here's so here's the other thing I was going to say about it. I, up until I got us this disc to watch, I'd never, ever heard of this movie. Me neither. And. As a kid, if I had seen a second of this on cable, on 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 regular television, whatever, I would have sought it out like, oh my god, I have to know what this is. I, I must watch this. And I'd never, ever heard or saw a frame of this, ever. Yeah. So, where did this film go? <laughs> what? I, I, it just seems like if you're a cash-in, put yourself out there where the cash is. <laughs> Get yourself on television. I'm not sure. Or I mean, did this actually have a, a U.S. release? Because I saw something about like I saw people. I mean, I think this was like made in Canada, and it's a it's a Canadian production. But I thought I saw something about like you know a release date about somewhere like Switzerland or somewhere like that. I'm just wondering if like maybe it never. No, it's, well, it says August 79 on uh, IMDb for a release date, but oh okay, yeah. So it it beat Star Trek the Motion Picture to theaters. How about that? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I don't know. It, I, it's it, just, it, it it's did so come strange. out in uh, Canada, France, UK, like early, back in May earlier. So, okay. Yeah. I, you know, I just, I don't know. If I, if I was making a cash in, I would be like, I need to make a deal to get cash. <laughs> like, I, I still really like that. Like, this is one of those blue underground, like, DVDs and I, or Blu-rays. And I love that, like, they just stick their copyright thing, like, at the end of the actual credits. Like, yeah. literally, like, just superimposed on top of it. I was like, I, can you do that? <laughs> that like, seemed a little weird. I'm hoping maybe they were like, we bought the rights to this and now we own it. Maybe. But it but, just seemed like, hey, us too. <laughs> yeah, I just, because, I mean, I'm I'm actually, like, questioning from a, like, motion picture association thing. Like, can you actually do that? Because it seems like you had a hand in the original production right. you know and i feel yeah. like there's a number of people that could come and say like hey no like you, <laughs> right you've got but, some like, distribution no, rights for it later there's no production company logos at the no. beginning of this so it's it just yeah, uh, maybe i don't know maybe yeah. it fell into public domain and and blue underground was like ours <laughs> yeah who knows <laughs> so but. i don't know anyway um 
I, th- I think it's a fascinating thing to watch and, and talk about. I'm giving it two jocks because I think it's something that needs to be seen, uh, preferably with your friends in some way, shape or form, because man, it is a, it is a good time watching it. It is just the dumbest thing. <laughs> so, yeah. Hey. I, I mean, I, I agree, but I think I can only barely give it a one chocks. I mean, okay. just because I didn't have the communal experience. I mean, I did find myself laughing, laughing at a few things and, and I, I, I can't believe I haven't mentioned the music until now, but. Oh, wow. Yes. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> if you were ever like, man, I want to see Star Wars, but like scored with the Star Wars disco album instead of the st- actual Star Wars album. Like that's what this is, because I mean, and but not always. Like every once in a while, it just goes to a totally different, weird form of music that absolutely doesn't fit whatever scene it's going with. But it's usually fascinating and hilarious. And like over the end credits, I mean, we're talking like, and maybe maybe in the end, uh, planet blowing up part. But we're like talking like full like pew pew, you know, laser sound. Oh yeah, you know, especially when the end credits start to roll, someone just wailed on the pew pew keyboard. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Uh. I likened it to like if the Carol Burnett show was doing a sci-fi sketch. That's what the music sounds like. It's yeah. it's yeah. like well, these are competent television musicians doing this score, but it's like they don't get the tone of this at all because Ooh. it's just like da 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 disco pew pew. And it's well, like and, and the guy that directed this is like ninety nine percent of what he's done is all television everything. Yes. Like it's yes yeah. The guy who wrote it, I think, wrote a lot of television too. This is this is a full blown Canadian production, of you know, up there it was just like, hey, we'll work on anything. And in a way, this feels like a pilot. Is this feels like a we're introducing a lot of things? Uh, mm-hmm. I mean, there's nothing in it aside from the dude's bloody rockhead that that is in any way, shape, or form couldn't air on television. No, uh, I mean, you know, other than like you know. It was cold in space sometimes. <laughs> Some of was the space a little suits, cold. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Kim, I mean, other Kim, than that. Kim especially was was cold at times. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, it, you know, other than that, it's like, but yeah, I don't, I don't know how network television is about pointy nipples, <laughs> like, <laughs> you know, closed pointy nipples. I, I don't know what their regulations are. Well, in the seventies, that's yeah. you could pretty much. Yeah, it was guaranteed. Television was all about the nipples. Sure, sure. So yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, this is this is a weird, absolutely nothing movie, but. It's, it's a nothing movie that's very entertaining because it's so bad. It, it's like all three at the same time. It's like yeah. there's nothing in this movie that's significant. It's hilarious to watch, and it's garbage. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, like I said, it, just from a basic story point, it's like they fucking fail big time. Like, <laughs> like big time. Absolutely. I mean, what the? I mean, like literally, other than like a future attacks, what did they stop? Because like they let the other attack ship through or whatever, you know? Yeah. Oh, yeah. They they never addressed that either. No. <laughs> I, I mean, for all we know, like, if it was loaded with explosives, they're coming back to moon base and it's fucking gone. Like, I mean, like, you know, that's the thing. It's like, I don't, what is the, what is the future? What is the shape of things to come? I, it's, uh, I don't who know. Knows? Yeah. Have no idea. But anyway, pew pew. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, oh, well, that was a good time. Mm-hmm. Um, thank you guys for picking that one, even though it's bad. I, I, I'm so mixed on this movie. I I loved it, even though it's garbage. I can't. It's such a strange thing. I think it's on Amazon Prime. You really need to watch it. It's something. It's it's ridiculous. Um, those of you who are here, uh, those of you that are patrons, I just want to give like a special shout out and just say, you know, 
throughout the entirety of the last like four, five, six months that we've been going through everything we've been going through, we haven't lost any patrons. Like no one has decided I need to save my dollar. Mm-hmm. You know, I need to tighten the the you know my wallet and all this stuff. And I'm just I, I'm so thankful for that. And I just want to let everyone know that that I'm very appreciative for you guys sticking around. And well, there uh, they go now because like <laughs> 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 well, I just I mean. Based on some of the voting choices, I mean, people I think might just possibly be contrarian. Like, ah, they're gonna hate that, or I don't know. Maybe we're funny when we hate things. I don't know. Like, I don't know. This this yeah. is a pretty good episode. Yeah, I think. yeah, this yeah. Is, It's it's a real fun, dumb thing to talk about. So yeah, I, I, I I'm you know, despite questionable choices you guys make in the polls, sometimes <laughs> I I appreciate that you're all still here. And yep. uh, just very grateful for that. And uh, you can join us, and I'll be grateful for you uh, if you go to patreon.com slash bmfcast, and anything you throw in gets you a whole, man, a universe of, of podcasts open up to you the second you throw a dollar into the into the jar. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can just listen to podcasts until the end of time from us. <laughs> that makes me wonder, like, I mean, you know, granted, it's probably a ways to catch up to this, but the person that was like, hey, I went back and listened to everything you did over like, oh, you right, know, yeah. over like a three month span is like, what the hell? I'm like, I wonder if they got it on <laughs> Patreon because Jesus, like, you know, that that just boggles my mind even more. Like, you know, it's it's bad enough that we have as much content we do on the normal feed, but then mm-hmm. also the Patreon content. Bad, good, I don't know. It's whatever. I, someone's got to make content. I meant bad as far as like, you know, <laughs> the insanity of like listening to it all in like a, a a short period of time, not over the 11 plus years we've been doing this. Yeah, I can't imagine yeah. just non-stopping right. us. That's what I mean. Yeah, that's Cuz I mean like we do a podcast and we're like, "All right, I'll see you in a week. I yeah. can't. <laughs> I'm tired of you people." <laughs> I need to get away from y'all. Uh, I can't imagine anyone who would want all four of us around at all times. But uh, hey, whatever. You mm-hmm. do you. And uh, thanks for doing us with uh, patron money. So <laughs> or something. I don't know. Uh, that's it. This movie's broken my brain. So I think we're going to get out of here. Uh, don't forget the polls up. You can vote for the next big dumb thing. I don't know. Uh, so <laughs> until next week, I'm Chuck. And I'm Harlow. And this is Bamcast Extra Out. <laughs>